नमस्ते The mother, as we know, met Shirobindo for the first time on 29th March, 1914, and then on the very next day she wrote a prayer, where the veil of recognition, which was torn between two lives, as Shirobindo puts in Savitri, she could recognize in him, through an outer contact, the inner truth. So this is something very fascinating. that when the divine takes a human form how do we recognize there is no physical outer method but there is a psychic shock so the psychic shock this is the word mother has used shock not in not in the sense that we got shocked but it suddenly recognizes that he is the one now this recognition contains within itself the whole uh, seed and the outflowering of yoga in shurbindo's yoga there is no outer initiation that should be very very clear there is no guruji no advanced sadhak will come and tell you okay now bachcha i am initiating on the yoga do this mantra no when you stand before mother and shurbindo or when you come to the samadhi suddenly something deep within says here it is this is the path or he is the one whatever way it may come in 100 ways but that moment seals our destiny and our fate I remember people. I know of people who would not go inside the ashram, or sometimes when somebody is going inside, they will wait. Uh, one day, some of them, one of them I know, went inside and put her head at the samadhi and just couldn't take it off. It was such a tremendous experience. Now, again, we should not go to samadhi seeking for experiences. We should go there. prepare ourselves but a day will come comes in everybody's life that looking at mother and shurbindo we just know it by by a sense behind the sense the kenupishad speaks of a sense behind the sense by an inmost sense that here is he or here is she this is she of whom the world has heard and that's the end of the journey and the beginning of a journey <laughs> uh, end of all our seeking and the beginning of the new journey so 30th march she wrote in her diary it matters little that there are thousands of beings plunged in the densest ignorance he whom we saw yesterday is on earth so of course she was referring to the vision she would have of krishna of shurbindo whom she identified as krishna and suddenly she recognizes here is the one whom i have seen and then she says that his presence is enough to prove that a day will come when darkness shall be transformed into light and thy reign shall be indeed established upon earth how beautiful if somebody asks us that how are you so sure of the new world people ask me such questions so one of once the person asked such a question this is happening that is happening how are you so sure so i so i asked do you want a short reply or a long reply both short reply is because shurbindo says so <laughs> that is a short reply <laughs> incidentally in the shastras we have something called as four types of pramana one of them is apt vakya praman apt vakya praman is the word of the rishi why it is regarded as a praman why because he can see through the veils what we cannot see so it is called as apt vakya the word of the seer is true 
the long replies you can look at the world logically you can actually arrive at this conclusion two conclusions the old world has gone all systems theories beliefs non beliefs religions ideologies are crumbling whatever little is left is like on the way and the positive side a new impulse is taking hold of mankind still the seeking is vague but it is there and the proof of it is um, youngsters in a very strange ways are turning towards new life they're seeking for a new life they started in 60s so this idea that spirituality or religion is for old people is completely shattered also this idea that god is within has taken hold of the race that's why you see that so many types of spiritual practices and all this has started coming up which is unique in the last 100 years specifically last 50 60 years before that they were religions now it is going back to the old ways where they were gurus and they were disciples so and many many other uh, things which are happening which right now would be going beyond the uh, subject but this is a bearing on the prayer we are going to read the psychic shock shock is there then what happens next what is the action of the divine when he touches the human consciousness so we have this prayer of april 1st 1914 i feel we have entered the very heart of thy sanctuary and grown aware of thy very will like it springs up within an individual that this is the work that i am here to do this may take a form of a sentence an idea doesn't matter this is what i am here for this is your will in me this is not like is will for everybody but in me this is the will some people will say this is my aim some people will say that this is what i want to do but it comes as a will and you feel that now my seeking has ended so heart of the sanctuary you see when you go to a temple in some of these old time temples good uh, you will see all the devi devtas everything then finally you stand before the sanctum sanctorum the heart of the sanctuary and you say that's it here is the deva or the devi i came to worship all the way you have done with everybody and then you stand so heart of the sanctuary where your seeking ends and second effect is that you feel it is a feeling it's not like a voice heard this is what i am here to do so these are the two signs then there is a third sign a great joy a deep peace reign in me the turbulent life where you know it was either aimless or discontented you don't know where you are going why you are going a meaninglessness in which human beings drift trying to give meaning some or the other to life and this meaning is usually no meaning <laughs> meaning thereby <laughs> i'll get married i'll have children i'll have this that this that god knows what all so suddenly you realize that there is a great joy deep peace why because you discover this great discovery gives peace and joy till then we are still going running pillar to post oh it was nice then let me go somewhere else this is also nice but when you have arrived actually the word is i have arrived that arrived means what happens you have come all the way from let's say delhi or madhubani or somewhere and you travel through the train you go through all the things sometime flight then finally you you know you catch a bus all the issues are happening no then you 
put in the guest house, you are very tired. The next day morning when you go to the samadhi, what happens? We have arrived. You get peace and joy. You forget all the turmoil of the journey. So that is the third sign. The joy and the peace. As if this is it. Rest. And yet all my inner constructions have vanished like a vain dream. And I find myself now before thy immensity without a frame or system like a being not yet individualized. This is something amazing. If this can happen then the royal road opens. For me it was like this. I can share this experience before coming to Shurabindra and the mother. As a child it was Krishna Bhakti and Mother Saraswati. Then uh, went through a lot of reading of lot of books, western, eastern, everything. Um, so you develop a philosophical mind and you have your own understanding about life and you feel very happy about it. <laughs> you could discuss for hours. Then comes the agnostic phase in me. Uh, we can't know God. It's not possible. We don't know whether he exists or not exists because again all these questions, suffering, all this. And then uh, so a lot of books I had Spiritual books, religious books all kind. So after coming from here First thing I found is, is All this is so absurd What happened I don't know Means or I know perhaps But all these books I just took and gave away To all the libraries I just didn't feel The need to read I felt ki it is done All that I was doing earlier Has no more any meaning or to put it today, if somebody asks me, is what led me to this point. So now if I hold on to a construction of the past, it is meaningless. It all dropped. Just went away. So, constructions go away. Then what happens? You discover the immensity. What are constructions? A mind builds systems to understand the ineffable. Call him divine or whatever. These constructions become philosophies, sects, cults. And we approach the divine through that lens. And when we approach the divine through that lens, the divine comes and reflects himself in the lens. So we want to seek the divine by following the vow of poverty. So then we find and we say, see, we'll make a whole cult out of it. If you remain poor, if you remain undressed, divine will be very happy. Why? Because he has agreed to limit himself to our chains. He is beyond... That's how sects come into play, cults come into play. That this is how you can find the divine. Another person follows another path, he builds a system. See, religions come like that. And he says, five times if you kneel down on earth, even if a tram is running on the road, and that's how divine will be pleased. God says, sometimes okay, <laughs> you have made it impossible for me, but okay. Yeah, if you sincerely try anything with a uh, sincere thing that this is how he will be pleased. He will come within the limits of the construction. You believe if I wear a turban, if I wear a uh, skull cap or if I put a tripun, divine will be happy. He will say, okay. Because we have limited him. So all these constructions collapse and you enter into a vastness. You say, Ari, he is so vast, all embracing. <laughs> Nothing is needed Everything can become a means to reach him Even the least grain of sand What a joy it is The least grain of sand can be an occasion of thy worship You don't have to enter into a temple Pick up a nariyal and do patak you know, God also may think Achha, 
I'll also have my time when this Nariyal I am going to break. Then you will see that the real juice inside will flow. <laughs> so, all these systems break. And your behavior can become very strange, literally. Shubhinder speaks that yogis can become like a child, Balwat. They don't follow any norms because all the frames are shattered. That is the problem of Shiva. Not of Shiva, but of people who are entertaining. <laughs> that he has no frames. Krishna had no frames. So it's so difficult for people to understand Shiva and Krishna. Because they don't fit into slots. So that's where we see that all these frames break. He can become like a child. And Shubhinder says, even like a gaul he can become. That's one of the ancient sayings, you know. Shankaracharya writes about the four types. He can become like a madman. But he doesn't care because the frames are gone. But a divine mother and Shurabindo, they say that you have to change now the outer consciousness. So breaking the frames is only a beginning. If you think that is the ultimate realization, it's not true. Next, you have to fill this blank, vast immensity with the contents of truth. These frames are mixed structures because the mind has built structure by its own idea of truth. But when you know the truth and you bring build it, sometimes the mind cannot understand. Some, that's what I say often when people say about ashram. So one thing I must say, whatever we may observe, not observe, have our conclusions. We cannot understand it because it's not a human mental construction. It is a divine construction. So you will see sometimes, I'll give you one example of how the divine construction operates. Someone came and complained to the mother, why have you allowed this man, X? He says, all the things, hearing which people may not even want to come to the ashram. Mother laughed. She says, that's why, because I want only sincere people to come. Who are not carried away by all this foolishness. So, this is how the divine play is very difficult to understand. So, I personally believe that people are given choices. They are exposed to all kinds of things. Now you make a choice, conscious choice. Not that it's a helpless choice. Depending upon your choice, the path opens. So divine works like that. He doesn't work according to our fixed ways of understanding life. Like a being not yet individualized. Because now it's um, not the mind which will individualize. Normally it's the mind and the ego which individualizes. Now it is the psychic being and the higher consciousness which will create the individual. All the past in its external form seems ridiculously arbitrary to me. And yet I know it was useful in its own time. All the past steps we took, the errors, our errors, our steps upon the way, our efforts, our strivings, our struggles, our falls, our rise, all that suddenly vanishes. And yet there were steps which have led up to this. One small little story of Kapali Shastriji. He had practiced many kinds of sadhanas. Tantra sadhana, Ramanashram. He had done that Vedanta sadhana. And many other sadhanas. So when he came closer to his last days, someone asked him, you have done so many kinds of sadhana. What is your ultimate conclusion? What was the result of all this? He said, bold status. And what? It brought me to the feet of the Divine Mother. Is it an ordinary thing? We may not understand its significance. 
it has brought me to the feet of the divine mother so past whatever it was if we have come to the divine feet wonderful past of vibhishna is he is a originally born of pulastrishi then fallen accursed belongs to the asurkul then he is living like literally describes people who are living in the world and practicing sadhana this is a perfect example so vibhishna says how i am living he says like the tongue between teeth i have never heard a more appropriate simile how am i living like the tongue between the teeth <laughs> just see once it's bit then one realizes like a tongue between teeth i am living and then see what happens he is kicked out of his own kingdom by his own brother and that becomes the moment of grace he falls at the feet of his lord so all that was necessary as steps but now all is changed a new stage has begun it marks a new stage in the journey what is the stage there are two stages of development one is when we go through ignorance and darkness like the seed that develops within the frame of darkness below the mud yet it is attracted secretly by the light that is why it resists gravity and goes up by that ushma that feeling of you know it it seeks light it doesn't know how where it is pulled up by the light all the waste that has gone in removes the crust but when it steps out within the darkness there is a limit to our journey like the seed once it comes out then the limit is only determined by the seed how much it can grow all space is there at its disposal so that's the new stage journey in the darkness subconscious yoga and journey in the light conscious yoga but now all is changed a new stage has begun such a beautiful prayer given that tomorrow is or april 4th is the ashram's new year shubindu had first time step his feet on the soil of pondicherry on 4 4 pm and it is regarded as the ashram's new year mother's words so but now all is changed a new stage has begun let us hope from tomorrow or from april 4th this year a new stage begins for the yoga of the earth and the yoga of the nation called india